Conspiracy theories can be a lot of fun. Shows like House of Cards and Scandal and Homeland are packed with conspiracies. I figured it out. It's all of them. But in 2016, conspiracy theories broke out of the world of TV shows and silly websites and YouTube videos and made their way into mainstream culture. This is a conspiracy against you, the American people. And they even made it into a very unusual place, the Copyright Office. So firstly, what is the Copyright Office? The Copyright Office is a little-known department of the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., but it has a very important function. This is where hundreds of thousands of copyright claims in books, music, movies, software, photographs, and other original works are registered each year. It provides legislative support for Congress on domestic and international policy, and it works closely with key agencies like the Department of Justice and the Department of State. In recent years, the role of copyright and copyright ownership has gotten confusing. Technologies like the net, social media, MP3s, MP4s, JPEGs, and eBooks have utterly transformed what media is and how we use and share it. The Copyright Office, meanwhile, has not kept up. It still pretty much lives in the 90s. And with Hollywood, Congress, and the Supreme Court all having an interest in copyright, the atmosphere got ripe for drama and even conspiracies. Holy sh**. Maybe it's a conspiracy like in the X-Files. In this episode of Copy This, we'll discuss how the Copyright Office briefly turned into the hub of paranoid speculation. We'll also talk about its future and why some special interests feel so threatened by recent changes there. Joining us is Josh Lamel. Josh heads the Recreate Coalition, which represents a cross-section of creators, advocates, thinkers, and consumers. And of course, they also produce this podcast. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kirby. Could you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Joshua Lamel, and I am the executive director of the Recreate Coalition. I know a thing or two about conspiracy theories because I've been studying for another project, and I wouldn't have thought of conspiracy theories and the Copyright Office. I would have thought the Copyright Office would be pretty clear of conspiracy theories. Can you tell me about what is going on with some of these crazy stories that have been going around? You know, the conspiracy theory, I think I think it highlights the entertainment industry doing what the entertainment industry does best, which is writing a great fiction story that's almost too good to be true. And in this case, it was too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Basically, there was a set of allegations that the internet industry teamed up with library groups and the incoming librarian of Congress, Dr. Carla Hayden, mm-hmm. and orchestrated the removal of the Register of Copyrights in order to get what they wanted on public policy. This is a part of the vast conspiracy to control everything that's happening. Okay. And that's not what happened. Do we know what did happen? You know, I, I don't think anybody really knows what happened. Mm-hmm. Carla Hayden knows what happened. She made a decision that the Copyright Office and the library would be best served so, you know, with someone else at the helm. And she has the right to make that decision. But it certainly was not a partisan, vast public policy conspiracy in any way. How has the Copyright Office adapted or not adapted to copyright in, in the digital age? So, you know, I think the Copyright Office, like many agencies within the government, suffers from this challenge of what we call regulatory capture, right? And this idea that you become close with the industries that you you regulate 
in that it becomes tough for new or different industries that start to interact with your office to develop the same relationship, to have people who come out of those spaces go work there, etc. Mm-hmm. And so what ends up happening is you, you end up with an office that's very responsive to the traditional creative industries that exist in our society, the music industry, the movie industry, the photographers, you know, all these different traditional industries that have existed. And it becomes very unresponsive to this new disruptive digital world of the internet that's out there. Mm -hmm. And over time, there's been this growing feeling that the office is kind of doesn't get the technological changes that are occurring and how we consume content and how we create content in our society and is almost trying to preserve these legacy business models through how it interprets copyright policy as opposed to actually responding to these changes and being proactive and moving us forward. Who are the critics of the Copyright Office and what are their gripes? So one of the big critics of the Copyright Office right now is what I would describe as the digital consumer movement. And these are groups like the Electronic Frontier Foundation, Public Knowledge, the Center for Democracy and Technology, the R Street Institute. These are groups that see themselves and and have organized around fighting for the rights of digital citizens and those of us who use and live in this digital internet world. They're members of Recreate. and and I work closely with them, they're fighting for the rights of everybody in society, whether those people realize it or not. They are groups that have really felt like the Copyright Office has taken this position of it exists to represent the interests of copyright holders and not this broader public interest that has all these stakeholders that are interacting with copyright now, whether that's the farmer who has a tractor or myself, who you know is getting most of my content that I consume from places like YouTube and Netflix and not from traditional media delivery sources, they're representing the interests of those people. And they just are so frustrated with a copyright office that seems very cozy and very responsive to the interests of Hollywood and music labels and et cetera and not responsive to the interests of all American citizens who love internet radio and are using Pandora and Spotify every day. American citizens who are, you know, if you're in your 20s, chances are you're consuming more content on YouTube than you are on cable television. Mm-hmm. And those people aren't, they're not pirates. They're getting all their content legally. And yet the Copyright Office, for whatever reason, seems to be, always be taking the side of the copyright holder as opposed to the copyright user. That is a very frustrating thing for these groups. And and public knowledge actually put out this very detailed report highlighting the extent to which this is occurring. Mm -hmm. I would encourage everybody to read this report because it really outlines and shows just, you know, how the copyright office has not been responsive to, to the public interest, how it has been responsive to the big copyright holders and the bad policies and recommendations that have resulted from that. So if you look into your crystal ball, and I realize it's probably pretty foggy in there right now, in five years, what do you think the Copyright Office should be doing? I think the Copyright Office needs to get back to this idea of being an advisory organization. And you, Congress, you make the decision. Right? We're not going to tell you 
what the right thing to do is. Right. We're going to make you informed on the copyright, truly informed on the copyright debate. Make sure Congress knows all the arguments on all the sides, mm-hmm. because it doesn't serve Congress to offer an interpretation of law that's inaccurate. And most importantly, the Copyright Office needs to modernize its IT structure. It has to become an office that becomes accessible in an online world to people who are trying to interact with copyright law. And again, we don't blame the Copyright Office for that. Dr. Carla Hayden is full steam ahead as the Librarian of Congress on fixing those problems. And we're really excited to see how she's going to empower the next head of the Copyright Office to modernize it and take it into the 21st century. Josh, thank you so much. Thank you, Kirby. You know, we really appreciate that you're doing this podcast. And, you know, as the producer of the podcast, um, for those who don't know, this podcast is produced by Recreate. Um, We're just really excited to to have you doing this and educating people and informing people and just continue to do a fantastic job. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. I I appreciate being your guy to do it. And it's a lot of fun. I'm learning a lot. And that's it. For our latest episode, we will see you next time.